A plea for climate action as danger deepens. Are we too late, folks? These are tough times. Welcome to Tough Times with Lou Young. We record this on September 17th, the eve of the march to end fossil fuels in New York City. Uh, Not to eliminate oil, don't say that. Just to stop setting it on fire, folks, because that's what puts the carbon in the air, because that's what our civilization depends on. Stopping doing that or cutting it down, uh, our ability to do that will indicate our survival. This humble person believes. So welcome to Tough Times number 55. I'm Lou Young. With me is George Patonovic, our resident activist and co-host. Hello, Lou. Hi, and Will Hennessy. Good morning, and, uh, afternoon. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh, up, up up, in the cheap seats, we got DJ, huh? <laughs> yeah. Good afternoon. How you all doing? Okay, okay, great. Good, 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 good. He's, he, he's watching. He's going to have a sports show that um, it will be our lead-in. Uh, next month, right? October. Yeah. yeah, October. So he's he's watching us uh, the, to uh, decide whether he still wants to do it. <laughs> that was his real reason. Okay. Yeah. You know. Uh, <laughs> and uh, and we join our community of uh, of of passionate listeners who uh, live uh, at various stages of anxiety about the climate change crisis. Um, you know, I I'm at one end. Yeah. Um, I'm troubled that we're late, expecting the worst. What am I, Will? A uh, doomer. I'm a doomer, Will says, but uh, I take some solace mm-hmm. in um, in the hope of those uh, people who are part of our community. On the phone, we have El- Emily Skydell, Food and Water Watch, who's going to talk to us about the march and uh, how she plans to uh, populate it or help populate <laughs> it. Hi, Emily. How you doing? Hey, I'm good. Thanks for having me. Yeah, okay. Uh, fill, us, fill George and I in, and, and Will and DJ in, please. Yeah, can you hear me okay? Yeah. Yeah. Good, yeah. good. Um, yeah, so the March to End Fossil Fuels is bringing together tens of thousands of people through a really broad-based coalition of local grassroots organizations, um, as well as the National Climate and Environmental Justice Organizations, frontline communities, and people of all backgrounds that are impacted by fossil fuels and climate disasters across the U.S. So it's really incredible. More than 700 groups, 400 scientists, dozens of celebrities, federal, state, local elected officials, tens and thousands of people from all walks of life are all supporting the march in New York City. um, And there'll be dozens of other solidarity events across the country today. So this is a huge day of action. Um, and the reason for this day is because um, this year has been really one of unprecedented mm-hmm. climate change supercharged yes. disasters. Yes. I don't need, you know, I'm sorry, I don't need to tell anyone. Uh, to I mean, that. you know, the, the thing that got me was when I heard a weatherman say, uh, this has uh, been the warmest uh, summer uh, in human history and uh, is likely the coolest summer of the rest of our lives. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Now think about that. Yeah. Don't, yeah. Only get hotter from here. Yeah. Yeah. Is um, or business as usual for more fossil 
Squid okay, we're, we're starting Time to lose you there. You're getting a little, a little. Uh, oh, can the you hear me a now? Flaky. Yeah. yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, okay. But anyway, um, uh, Emily, thank you for calling in. Uh, you got uh, um, uh, any any instructions for folks who want to attend? Before, yeah, can you hear me okay now? Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. But but we want to wrap this up. Uh, you want any instructions for folks uh, who want to attend? Yeah. So folks in Rockland, um, let me let me give you a, a link that's really a short link that's easy to. Um, take down so mm-hmm. if you want to grab a pen and paper real quick yeah um it's slash rockland bus that didn't work you know what um i'm gonna uh i'm gonna ask you to give that to george offline and we'll make sure we get it on the on the air uh before the end of the program yeah just uh, emily before you get off just tell us about the bus uh we have a bus going from rockland that food and water watch is sponsoring just so people know that they can get a bus into the city easily at uh palisades mall uh it's it's uh gathering uh, at the bus at at 10 30 and it's what leaving at 11 and it should be back by around 7 30 take them right to the down to the march and back that's right and yep. there's still spots available so honestly you can just show up and you'll have a seat yeah excellent all right we don't have to raffle them off then right yeah no and you don't have to at this point <laughs> worry about registering ja- just, ja- just show up <laughs> jackie dressler is is helping you with that and she set up an email that's even easier for people to know it's called rockland bus one at gmail.com so any questions people can email that uh, email address and she can send them the link. I'm sure. Okay, and you can try the uh, you can try your uh, your address one more time while we have a good uh, signal from you. Okay, it's F W W the food and water water. So F W W A E dot C H slash Rockland bus. Yeah, it's hard. Yeah, to- yeah, I, I'm not understanding it. We'll uh, we'll uh, if anybody got that, write it down. If not, we'll uh, get it uh, and 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 get it to you clearly in a little bit. Um, uh, Emily uh, Skydell, thank you so much for calling in, and uh, we'll uh, we'll wish you luck down in Manhattan tomorrow. Yeah. All I'll, right. Thanks a lot. I'll Take be care. You. Bye. Now, uh, at the other end, down in uh, in Manhattan, we got uh, we know folks are preparing for this march. Um, <laughs> Uh, Bill Talon, a.k.a. Reverend Billy, is um, uh, down there uh, right now uh, preparing <laughs> some giant puppets for the march, which I would go just to see the puppets, uh, you know. Um, uh, but um, we're going to get uh, him on the phone. He told me earlier that uh, that he's going to be up in uh, Harlem uh, where they're staging, and uh, he may not be able to answer, but we're going to uh, uh, give him a dial-up and see if uh, see if he answers. Yeah, punch him up. Go it's see. happening right now. It's happening right now. Here we go. Here we go. We're waiting. Is it going? Yeah. Here we go. It's it's ringing. It's Got ringing. it to ring. That's step one. Okay, put it on. Okay. Well, hold on. He know. I told oh, him. Wait. Oh wait. Hello. Hi, Bill. Uh, it's yeah, Will yeah, from yeah, 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 yeah. Put him on. Put him on. Put him on. Put him on. Bill, how are you, bud? Hey, we're good. We're good. We're in the car. <laughs> tell me, uh, t- tell me what what you're, you're doing today. We won't keep you long. I know you're busy. Just tell me what you what your preparation day is like, and what you plan to do tomorrow. Well, we're we're going up to the Bronx today. Um, just a moment, please. I I'm, I'm with a, a person who knows better than I do what the details here. Sabatri, can you talk to Sabatri D? My tough time. Lord, we are honored. How are you? Hello. Tell me then what? <laughs> can you tell me where we're going right now? <laughs> we're going to the Maria del Sol Community Garden yeah. in the Bronx. In the Bronx. To celebrate, to 
celebrate community gardening uh-huh. and that particular the Chilean I think it's the anniversary of the Chilean Oh yes, yes, the uprising. Chilean the, yeah, the Chilean coup. Yes, yeah, so that's yeah, yeah. that's where we're headed right now. Yeah, right. but Bill, tomorrow you're marching with the bread, uh, um, the um, Bread and Puppet Theater, right? You were telling us a little bit about that uh, display that you'll be marching with tomorrow. Yes, we we've got a, an ocean that we're creating uh-huh. uh, for the people from Bread and Puppet and and uh, from our Stop Shopping Choir have created around our instructor Gregory Corbino, who's one of our musicians, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, whales and tortoises and sturgeons and. And oysters and yeah. schools of fish. Sounds and, great. Uh, they concocted out of trash that they collected from the ocean. Um, they they made this marine fantasy, and and the the all the animals and fishes are up on black sticks that they're uh, twenty feet in the air, wow. and then the puppeteers are are in black below them. Manipulating, manipulating the sticks, wow. and then the choir. We're all going to be in blue to depict the waves of the ocean. Uh, so, that's, uh, that's true. So you, you, you are the ocean on which this movement uh, uh, swims in many respects. <laughs> uh, the, uh, We're the, trying to honor the ocean. With honor the ocean. Uh, yeah. So the. Um, <laughs> I've seen these puppets in yeah. various videos of your other demonstrations. Some yeah. of them, I, I think you even did it in London. You had them, didn't you? Were they with you there or no, were they a different we, group? We, the one time we've been with these particular puppets was uh, around um, Battery City. Yeah, okay. Manhattan down in the southwest corner there where the World Trade Center used to be. Well, I, 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 I uh, wish you luck. Uh, uh, t- tomorrow and, uh, mm-hmm. and 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 solidarity. Uh, we we are sending people down that to join you. Yeah. Uh, uh, well, sending them down. We're encouraging them to go. Yeah, we yeah. don't send anybody <laughs> anywhere. <laughs> Nobody listens to us. <laughs> I'll be going down. I'll look for down, you. We'll come down to fifty sixth and Broadway. Fifty sixth and Broadway. All right. Fifty fifth and Broadway at uh, one o'clock, twelve thirty. One o'clock tomorrow. Okay. And we should have tens of thousands of and us. It's going to be a great day. Tomorrow. Okay. Marching Marching for the earth. Now, 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 I know, now, I know, Savitri is uh, is uh, doesn't love being interviewed, but uh, would you put her on? Savi, you want to say hello to? She's just going to drive the car. She oh, can... oh, she's driving. Sorry, yes, she's we, she's a we smart would like one. To crash the car <laughs> while talking to Lou Young. No, that's no. Like, you know, I didn't realize know she was you driving. Have insurance. We know we. Companies <laughs> make a living. You know, we go around trying to. Strategically crash our cars. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. We're against, we're against gas and oil anyway. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Listen, guys, take care of yourselves. Uh, um, uh, drive safely, Savitri and uh, and and Bill. Uh, we'll we'll see you. Uh, we'll, we'll we'll see you guys in at at, at two o'clock when we uh, when we, we we play the latest episode. So we. Uh, Hallelujah. Thank okay. you for calling us. Okay. Thanks today. a lot, guys. Hey, take care. All right. Bye Again, uh, that Bill Talon uh, and <laughs> Savitri D at the wheel as they head to the Bronx. Uh, to prepare for uh, tomorrow's march, and they're also marking the, uh, uh, I think it's the 26th anniversary Chilean, yeah. of the Chilean coup, mm-hmm. a horrible uh, military coup mm-hmm. where uh, um, Salvador Allende was uh, was uh, toppled from power mm-hmm. and uh, took his own life rather than be uh, be um, uh, captured, and the uh, the odious uh, Augusto Pinochet. Um, took over uh, as dictator of that country and uh, tens of thousands of people vanished and it was just a horrible mm. time. 
It, people say Pinochet because it looks like it should be Pinochet, but I think because it's Spanish, I think it's Pinochet. But mm. that's mm. Mm. Anyway, yeah, nobody's terrible. arguing with me. Why am I bringing? Is there that an, up? A- an accent over the e? Or? I don't. You know, no. It's Pinochet. That's the last I remembered when I uh, I used to have to know how to pronounce things. Oh. Uh, well, uh, as a professional TV guy. <laughs> All right, so let's uh, l- let's start checking in with our folks here. We want to know um, uh, 914 845-429-1700 is the number. <laughs> if you want to call us, we're going to be calling <laughs> other folks as well. Uh, and uh, and uh, should we? Uh, uh, well, you know what? We, we were talking about the music. Let me ask you guys about what music is appropriate for an event like this. What, what do you think, George? Oh, well, um, well, there's a number. I was actually trying to think of a good Pete Seeger song, but I couldn't think of which one I liked the but best. But that John Hall thing. That, that John uh, Hall, Power, from Power, John Hall, that yeah. goes back to the No Nukes concert. Uh, we could play that one if you want. Yeah, yeah, we could yeah. we could do that and in And that's bit. actually part of a concert. I'll do it later. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's part of it was a concert down there. So he's with Jackson Brown and Body Raid and uh, Carly Simon. It's a, uh-huh, great, uh-huh. a great old recording, but it reminds us of how long we've been talking about the wind. Uh, give me the power of the wind and get rid of your nukes. That was basically the message behind that song and, from and John that was Hall. Back then, that was back in the early 80s, I think. Yeah, I or late 70s even. I'm uh, not sure. And um, uh, so, you know, that uh, that would be... Why don't we why don't we crank that up, uh, uh, Will? And, and, and let's uh, listen to that. And then we'll, then we'll get these other folks who are on the phone uh, uh, lined up so we know who we're talking to here, okay? Okay. Yeah. All right, thank you. Which... This Which is the power. I was on the, the power. The power. power, yeah. Okay. Good. Just one real quick question: Are we doing the five-minute version or the three? Because there's two. Three-minute version. Three-minute. Yeah. Okay. So that's not the back. not the live one, then, right? No, there are two live versions. There's a CD version that has the Doobie Brothers and James Taylor along with no, John Hall. I think the third. No, no, no. Let's, no. let's okay, do three minutes. Three. I think we want to we want to keep this thing moving yeah, along. It's a good one. Okay. We're doing yeah. enough to slow okay. it down. <laughs> We're trying, we're trying. Here okay. we go. Power, John Power, Hall and John Company. Hall, great song. From No Nukes. We'd like to sing the John Hall, Johanna Hall song for you. It's become sort of the song of our movement. Just give me the
Hey, there's the applause from 1979 in Central Park, No Nukes concert. Uh, the Hudson Valley Zone, John Hall, yes. and a uh, um, bunch of other luminaries. Who else is on there? Um, Carly Simon, Bonnie Raitt, um, Jackson Brown, um, and I think they mentioned James Taylor. Uh, it says, group. yeah, Bonnie Raitt, Jackson Brown, Graham Nash, John yeah. Hall, Carly and Simon. That, yeah. And everybody on the planet who was famous was at the great. time. So, yeah, yeah, and the reason you know we mentioned that is because tomorrow is a big, um, it's not a concert, but it's a march mm-hmm. uh, to end fossil fuels. Mm-hmm. And, um, and by fossil fuels, we're not talking about not pumping oil anymore. We're not talking about not using oil anymore. We're talking about not uh, burning. Uh, just, just setting a whole lot less of it on fire, okay? Uh, mm-hmm. Which is what we do when we fire up a, a, a internal combustion engine, when we, um, yeah. you know, uh, fire up a, a, an oil burner in a home, mm-hmm. when we when we use it to generate electricity, we're setting it on fire and sending um, well, CO2 up into the air. So yeah, that's what we're doing, and and you know, and heck, energy comes out of the sky. Energy mm-hmm. moves across the land. There's there's uh, there's a better way to do this without uh, making ourselves. Uh, uh, liable to be extinct. Um, on the phone, we've got uh, uh, Beverly Sherrod. Uh, Beverly, how are you? Beverly is the author of a really wonderful tree ordinance in uh, one of our communities and uh, um, an and environmentalist. And, and, and I want to ask you, Beverly, what you think about this uh, this march tomorrow. Um, uh, are you going or, or do you know about it? I, I do know about it and I am not going... I regret that I'm not going, but there's you know there are local things that I want to do here sure. that are important to me too. I think that I think uh, I think I know about those things. Yes, yeah, you do. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's a busy day. It's a busy day in in, a, uh, in the community where you live, mm-hmm. and uh, so. But tell us, how, how urgent do you feel as a person who has gone through the trouble of developing an entire law? That essentially treats you know trees as the uh, as the living things they are and and protecting them. Um, uh, how you feel about this whole fossil fuel thing and how dangerous uh, a place we are in right now? Well, I, I definitely agree with the marchers that we've we're in a bad place. We need to step back. I don't think it's going to be possible to de- you know we can't drop it carbon burning carbon right away but i think we need to decarbonize and planting trees is certainly a long-term solution to that or what our law does too is protecting the mature trees we've already got which are already pulling carbon out Mm -hmm. and storing it in the ground um trees aren't the only answer i think Mm -hmm. to get there given the situation we're going to need others help we're going to need Help from technology, pulling it out of the air and storing yeah. it. We need public policy to make it, you know, easier and more feasible. Mm-hmm. We need economic incentives, and we need we need people, broader community support and education mm-hmm. to know why it's important, what it really means to us. Mm-hmm. And that's uh, that's part of the whole uh, idea. I mean, I know uh, in uh, our community, and I'll uh, be. Uh, uh, Beverly is a neighbor of mine in uh, Mamaroneck, and uh, I knew uh, she was passionate about this. I figured I want to hear her voice in this context. Mm-hmm. Um, the the uh, we go through a lot of effort to protect trees uh, in in the town, mm-hmm. but it's not just trees. It's, it's the right kind of trees, the right mix. Um, we're not looking for a monoculture. We're looking for a mix of, of, uh, of native, uh, native trees. Native, yes, uh, uh, to the, because that's what makes sense. I was mm-hmm. reading something in the um, Times just mm-hmm. uh, I think it was t- today. Yeah, mm-hmm. the uh, a guy saying that he used to plant trees up in 
up in um, Canada in the summertime, and, and it was all the same tree. It was oh, all the yeah. same tree because loggers would come in and take them down. And, and, and that actually, when they catch fire, they tend to catch fire and, and burn. They don't have the, um, uh, they don't have the resiliency of a, a more complex forest. And now, also, if you have, you know, if, if a blight comes through, what happened to the chestnuts in the first yeah. half of the 20th century? They're gone. Um, now the ash trees are gone because there's something. So if you don't have a mix of those trees, you know, oaks still to fill in, maples will fill in. Yeah. Um, you just lose everything. And, and, and we're, we've learned not to love the tree of heaven, too, right? Oh, okay. <laughs> Beverly, Beverly Sherrod, thank you so much for, um, uh, for uh, sharing some time with us uh, today. And I know your heart will be with the marchers tomorrow in Manhattan. Yes, and, uh, and I uh, hope to see you tomorrow uh, back in uh, Yeah, back in town. I, I look forward to it. It was great talking to you today, Lou. Thanks for calling. All right, take care. Beverly Bye-bye. Sherrod, who is a, a chairman of the uh, Tree <laughs> Committee in Mamaroneck, New York, just across the river there, and uh, uh, a lovely person. Um, uh, we do have oh, a call. We have another caller. Somebody yes. just Gail. Gail. Hey, hey, Gail, how are you? Hi, I'm calling from Haverstraw. Okay. And I want to okay. start out by saying the, the coup in Chile was 1973. This is the 50th anniversary. Oh, my Lord. Wow. 1973. And it was on 9-11. I don't know if you remember, but it was on 9-11, well, 1973. You know, thank you, Gail. In 1973, anyway. I, was in, I was in college and, yeah. uh, and probably not paying attention. But, but wow, <laughs> doing other yeah. things. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so that yeah, so Salvador Allende. That's right. That's right. And that's um, uh, his daughter mm-hmm. uh, Isabel Allende is a, is a famous worldwide world renowned author, novelist. Yeah. Novelist, wonderful novelist. And uh, yeah. what a what a tragedy that country, because they had elected a government that was. Um, uh, considered I left. was actually there in the 80s when Pinochet was still in power. I was a journalist and looking into human rights violations Oh, my there. Lord. And what happened in the 80s was really terrible, but that isn't really why I called. Uh, da- that dangerous work. <laughs> dangerous work. I, I, I salute you because people don't realize how dangerous that is. How, how yeah. dangerous journalism can be when you're saying uh, the truth mm-hmm. to people who don't want to hear it. That's right. Even in this country, sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> but about the climate. Yes. <laughs> about the climate. <laughs> I was by accident this morning. I listened to an interview with Naomi Klein, mm-hmm. and she was talking about the people who are climate deniers, and really researching why people have such a hard time accepting what is right before their eyes. Mm-hmm. And the thing that she said was that to really take in what's happening for people on the far right, you have to change the way you understand the world. Mm -hmm. And, for example, just one simple example, there's no way that climate change is going to be addressed without the intervention of governments around the world. And Mm -hmm. if you believe in small government and government shouldn't do anything, you're in trouble. And that made me think of a quote that I, a short quote from James Baldwin that he wrote years ago in relation to the civil rights movement, but I went and found it when I knew I could talk today because it seems totally relevant. Mm -hmm. And it goes like this, any real change implies the breakup of the world as one has known it, Mm -hmm. the loss of all that gave one an identity. And at such a moment, Mm unable to see and not daring to imagine what the future will now bring, 
One clings to what one knew or thought one knew, to what one possessed or dreamed that one possessed. Yet it is only when we are able, without bitterness or self-pity, to surrender a dream we have long cherished or a privilege we have long possessed, that we are set free, we have set ourselves free for higher dreams, for greater privileges. Mm. And it seems to me we need to think about things like that, because if we do come together like the March will and address these things together, there will be a future. Otherwise, That's true. Won't. I mean, people people don't want to give up. I mean, you, you, yeah. you when you invest so much effort in defending something, you don't want to, you know, you don't want to listen when you find out that it isn't it isn't what you thought it was. Uh, right. I, I talked that way about um, our previous governor, Andrew Cuomo, mm-hmm. when, when he um, he derailed uh, uh, some some uh, anti-corruption efforts, and yeah. um, uh, and I I always suspected I don't know this that uh, that it wasn't because he was corrupt in and of himself, but he knew how to operate the machine that was corrupt. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and therefore, why get a new machine? <laughs> <laughs> you know how to use the one that's there. <laughs> yeah, you know. So, and it's the same thing too with the you know with the election reform. And we we have uh, uh, legislation sitting on the governor's uh, desk right now to uh, to eliminate um, off-year elections for uh, towns and uh, counties. Uh, there's pushback from the people in the towns and counties who've learned how to work the off-year elections to their advantage mm-hmm. and really don't yeah. want to change. So mm-hmm. uh, she has not signed it yet, and I hope uh, that that's that's a little tangential, yeah. but it, 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 it speaks to the same impulse yeah. that we have on, on both sides of the aisle and both sides of the, uh, the um, philosophical... And it really is true when one is able to see the world through new eyes and exactly. give up those privileges yeah. that we've had. Good point. Then amazing things can happen. Yeah. All right. All right, thank you very much for calling in, Gail. And uh, say thank hi to Havistraw for us. Great to, he- Great to hear from you, thank Gail. You. Thanks for calling. Bye-bye. Okay, bye-bye. Okay, standing by now, we've got Nicole Dahmer. Tell us who Nicole is, uh, George. Uh, Nicole is from Clarkstown, and, and she'll be attending the march tomorrow. I was going down on the bus from Rockland, which we have this bus with available about a dozen seats still available if anyone wants to join. Uh, how you doing, Nicole? I'm fine, George. How are you? Oh, tell us a little bit about uh, your interest in this and also um, why you're marching. I think that's the question for today is, is why is it important to show up in New York City and be there to uh, to express your view? Well, um, I think that what we've seen uh, throughout history is that if you really want to get things done, you have to show up. Yeah. You know, plain and simple. you got to show up. And uh, our voices need to be heard. And, um, you know, this is just one of many uh, marches and demonstrations that have been taking place specifically uh, to address climate change. Mm-hmm. Um, I know a couple of years ago I had participated in a march. At that time we were uh, specifically focusing on um, the idea that fracking mm-hmm. uh, was not uh, a way to go, and we wanted to impress upon our New York State uh, legislators—you know, the governor and the uh, the uh, New York State Senate and Assembly—to um, put some uh, curbs on fracking, um, to actually not, you know, to stop it. Mm-hmm. Um, this one, this particular march is is addressing um, fossil fuels. Um, and we know, I mean, we know this for a fact, that the burning of fossil fuels is contributing, uh, one of the biggest contributors to climate change. And anybody who says that, you know, climate change doesn't exist 
is just, it's got their head in the sand. I mean, we've seen catastrophic flooding right here in uh, in in Rockland County. Yeah. Uh, most recently, you know, up in up in the Stony Point area, the, the flooding that occurred um, has just devastated communities. Um, you know, we see wildfires in in California that um, that have just become uh, more deadly because of the heat and because of because the dryness, because there's a lack of rain mm-hmm. um, that just turns those areas into you know, uh, kindling boxes. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we, we just, what we just saw recently in, in Hawaii, mm-hmm. um, you know, to put it bluntly, the planet is burning. Yes. The planet is burning up. And unless we take uh, very, just, just, uh, div- uh, you know, definite, take uh, very a very definite. strong stance yeah, yeah, yeah. about, you know, changing how we do things, mm-hmm. um, we're not going to have a, a planet to, to give to our grandchildren. Yeah. And um, so um, that's not, why I'm yeah. marching yeah. tomorrow. I'm hoping more people uh, join. Um, and, uh, yeah. yeah it's, just, n- it's not only the, the environmental impacts, which are significant and more severe than we've seen, but also the costs involved. These communities that are getting devastated, like up in Highland Falls, they don't have the money to even fix these infrastructures. So it's a financial and uh, environmental issue that uh, we can't afford to not address. And, and, he, and here's the rest right. of the story here because uh, uh, FEMA has uh, recently announced that they can only, they're running low on their on their uh, yeah. their uh, disaster funds, and they can only really expend money on um, on damage or, and repairs that are life threatening. Oh. In other words, if 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 you're not in mortal danger. Um, you're not on the uh, on the list. So if you if you're merely merely and mm-hmm. I use that in quotes, inconvenienced by the loss of your home, mm-hmm. and and can still uh, you know breathe air and, and feed mm-hmm. yourself, you're not on the list. No, you know I mean so you're not um, a priority. On the you're list. not a priority yeah. any longer because there's too many things happening simultaneously because of climate change, and uh, and that's the other thing. The 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 help we used to depend on. Uh, may not be there yeah. uh, because uh, people well, in okay, more dire so need will 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 take. You bring it up. up a very interesting point. So so here's so what you're saying essentially okay. is that unless your life is in you know mortal danger, then you're not considered for that uh, yeah. relief. Nicole, <laughs> thank you, thank you very much. We're gonna we're gonna have to wrap it up here because we got to somebody very important on the line who who's who's uh, time pressed. Uh, uh, Nicole, um, uh, well, can, wait, can you hang on a second? Sure. No, you hang on. Thank you. And let's bring on uh, uh, Ali uh, Ali P, who is on her way to the um, to the uh, march. Tell us, uh, Ali, uh, tell us uh, where you are and where you're headed. Hi. So. Right now, I'm in Springfield, Massachusetts, meeting a couple of my friends for lunch. Um, But I'm going to be heading to the march tomorrow, uh, early in the morning. I'm leaving from uh, the Hartford metro area in Connecticut. Wow. And what motivates you? How old are you, Allie? I'm 22. I turn 23 next month. Okay, so so what motivates you at your tender age to uh, <laughs> to come all the way to New York City to, to walk around in the street and, 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 and yell and get tired and hold a sign and do all that stuff? What motivates you? Well, I'd say a big part is definitely my dad. <laughs> <laughs> do we, do, I'm excited we, to see him and spend time with him and do this with him. We've been doing marches and political activism since I was a baby, so it feels very familiar and it's a lot of fun for me. Who, who's um, your dad? Also, what'd you say? Who's your dad? Oh, 
you know, it's George Potanovic. <laughs> <laughs> Spoiler alert. That's, that's why he is Ali yes. P. Okay, yeah, we, we knew it was George's daughter. And, and so, uh, but, you're, but I was interested that, that you're so passionate at such a young age. I mean, do you feel that your future is, is, is in jeopardy? Certainly. I mean, this is the this has been the, the coldest summer of the rest of my life, and it was pretty hot. Yeah. Um, I, I don't think it's getting better without more action. And not to say that a march is going to fix everything, but it certainly shows that there's people who want things to change, and that can have its own effect. So you're driving all the way into Manhattan, or you're going to uh, take the train in? What are you doing? I'm going to drive um, to where my family lives, and then I'm going to travel in with them. Okay, great. Terrific. We're going to take the bus. We're taking the Rockland bus. Oh, oh okay. yeah. In the bus. Hey, Allie, how you doing? Hey, Dad, I'm great, good. Great to hear from you. <laughs> this is our third big protest we went to over the years, right? I know. Yeah. And you make I'm great excited. signs. Are you working on a sign? Yeah, I'm going to make a good one. It's All a surprise, right. though. I'm not going to tell you. Oh, you're going to tell us what it says? You gotta, can you give <laughs> us a hint? You'll have to listen to the next radio show. Oh, to hear okay, we'll tell it. All right. <laughs> Allie Patanovic calling from uh, Springfield, Massachusetts. Uh, thank you so much. Uh, safe travels to... Uh, uh, down to the uh, New York metro area and Manhattan for the march tomorrow. Uh, and uh, see ya, all right? Thank you so much. Thanks, I love Sally. you. Love okay, Nicole, you're still there, right? Yes, I am. How does it? Does that encourage you? <laughs> uh, I have to tell you, that's just that to me. That's really, there. there is the very essence of this is that is that George's daughter is going, and it just shows you um, what George's leadership is all about because he you know he's he's been working on environmental issues for as long as well as long as I've been living in Rockland County which is over 30 years and um so kudos to you George that you got your um daughter going to the march tomorrow and and that's really you know that's what it's all about mm-hmm. is that you know the intergenerational um movement here because it affects all of us this is not something that just affects young people it affects all of us because you know we all live and breathe on this on this planet earth and and we have to take care of her so um that's that's wonderful to hear and um you know thank you thank you for allowing me to uh speak uh this afternoon and george i will see you tomorrow we're looking forward to it nicole okay all thank right you. that's thank terrific. you so much I, I, all right nicole thank you and and again she's got the bus uh you're leaving from yeah we're leaving from the palisades mall uh, lot j um, we're going to assemble down at the mall uh, to get on the bus, to board the bus at 10.30 a.m. on Sunday morning, and the bus is leaving at 11. Uh, you have to sign up for a seat. There's at least another dozen seats, I believe, that are available. So uh, if you email uh, rocklandbus1 at gmail.com, Jackie Dreschler will get back to you with the right. contact link, and you can sign up for the bus. All right. I'm feeling the need for some music, but let's think about that in a moment. Let's let, uh, meditate on that, would you, Will? I mean, we got a couple of yeah. choices. All right. And uh, we got another caller on the line here? Yeah. Uh, we do have uh, Brett Y., <laughs> hey, hey, son, how you doing? Hey, how's it going? All right, so you're in Manhattan right now. Yep. Okay. This March tomorrow, how do you how do you uh, how do you regard it? Uh, you're uh, you're a couple of years older than uh, Allie P that we just had on. Um, she's uh, 23 years old and driving down from Massachusetts to uh, attend the march. You are not quite as motivated, but how do you regard the issue? I see it as commendable. Um, I mean, there is a balancing act that you got to do because you see a lot of the climate protests around the world right now kind of getting a little a little uh, crazy with, like, Burning Man and stuff. So, I mean, you you got to just make sure that the, the message stays clean or uh, 
acceptable to, to most people. You mean we can't, glue our feet, we can't glue our feet to the you stadium can't, floor? cannot glue your feet to the oh, stadium floor. Do man. not do that. Exactly. Yeah, don't do that. <laughs> do not crazy glue your feet to the stadium floor. That's got to hurt. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, we, we, we've talked on and off about this. Uh, you're 26. Um, are you worried about your future? Uh not worried worried wouldn't be the right word i don't think to say i would say definitely like vigilant of it but you i don't think it's too healthy to be obsessed over it all the time i mean you got to still live your life day to day um i mean yeah i know it's uh it's yeah i know i'm not sure i don't think about it too much too often but sure. definitely is definitely is something worth uh Taking some time to consider. All right, all right. Uh, so, how do you, uh, what do you think the world's going to look like? I mean, you see the, you and I both watch all the science fiction stuff, right? Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Is that what the world looks like in uh, fifty years, or, or do you think uh, you think that's maybe just your uh, uh, gloomy, gloomy vision like your dad has? Uh, that's that's uh, definitely a little bit more gloomy. I was, uh, <laughs> what was it? I saw yesterday that. Pacific Rim is set in two years, so I mean there should be walking robots, and hopefully the world isn't coming to an end. So I mean, uh, <laughs> you guys seen I've, Pacific Rim? You ever seen that movie? No, I, I haven't. Oh, seen oh, it. oh it, it's like uh, well, well, this is a but describe it for describe it for him, Brad. It's like it's like a Godzilla movie meets Transformers meets right. Yeah, 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 and everyone's fighting monsters in these giant skyscraper <laughs> tall robots. It's fa- and, it's uh, it's it's fa- and, and and it's in a uh, in a uh, alternate future in which uh, something's gone haywire, but you're not quite sure what it is. You know, one of those things. In any event, uh, all right, my son. Well, thank you, thank you for connecting with us. We appreciate it. Uh, you know, no, thank you for having me. Thanks and and you know, and and uh, you know, if you if you're not doing anything to mark it down to the march, wouldn't kill you. Yeah, you know, <laughs> we'll see. Well, should be, well, it should be interesting to watch. Yeah, you know, uh, you know, uh, get the you boys. See Reverend Billy down get, there. Yeah, you get the boys yeah. and get out and see Reverend Billy. Whatever. <laughs> I'll get some footage for you. Take, take care of yourself, pal. Yeah, you too. Have a good one, All right, how how we do? We uh, we clear here. Yeah. Okay. Let's uh, let's. Uh, what, what what music you got queued up there? Anything you want. That's, oh, you know that's what? I asked you to pay, to meditate on it. I mean, all can, right. Well, can why you make an do... editorial decision? Please? Okay. Well, I've never heard this Bob Dylan song that George wanted us oh. to play. <laughs> oh, oh, please, please, yeah, right. tell me you've never heard a hard rain's gonna fall. I oh. I no, uh, I haven't. Take some so. back away. Oh my lord! All right. Well, uh, let's. Everyone else will listen I'm to. I'm 24. A, yeah, so. everyone else will listen to this old, familiar standard again, uh, and Will will hear it for the first time. A classic. A classic. Here's Bob, here's Bob Dylan. Oh, where have you been, my blue-eyed son? And where have you been, my darling young one? I've stumbled on the side of twelve misty mountains I've walked and I've crawled on six crooked highways I've stepped in the middle of seven side forests I've been out in front of a dozen dead oceans I've been 10,000 miles in the mouth of a graveyard And it's a hard, it's a hard, it's a hard, it's a hard, 
It's a hard rain They're gonna fall Oh, what did you see, my blue-eyed son? And what did you see, my darling young one? Saw a newborn baby with wild wolves all around it Saw a highway diamonds with nobody on it I saw a black branch with blood that kept dripping I saw a room full of men with their hammers a-bleeding I saw a white ladder all covered with water I saw 10,000 talkers whose tongues were all broken I saw guns and sharp swords in the hands of young children And it's a hard, it's a hard, it's a hard And it's a hard, it's a hard rain gonna fall hey, what did you hear my blue-eyed son and what did you hear my darling young one I heard the sound of a thunder that roared out a warning I heard the roar of a wave that could drown the whole world I heard 100 drummers whose hands were ablazing I heard 10,000 whispering and nobody listening I heard one person starve, I heard many people laughing I heard the song of a poet who died in the gutter I heard the sound of a clown who cried in the alley And it's a hard, it's a hard, it's a hard, it's a hard, it's a hard Rains are gonna fall Well, Will, do you recognize the song? <laughs> no. I've never heard it before how, in my how, life. How, 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 I'm just, it's, it's, it's a little shocking for us. It's shocking. Yeah. My parents weren't big Bob Dylan fans. Well, they don't I have never, to be a big Bob Dylan I'm fan. You have to be Bob awake. You have to have to be awake. I've never seen anything that it's been featured in. It's never come up in a commercial it's or on the radio when American I'm in a classic. store. Uh, just never encountered the song. DJ's heard it before, right? No. I'm sorry. No, the one we just played. No? I never heard that song before. No, no, no. At least I knew who, what, who was it you didn't remember, you didn't know last week? Or was it Jimmy Buffett? I knew who Jimmy Buffett was. Okay. You didn't know who Jimmy Buffett was. I mean, yeah. I mean, Bob Dylan's bigger than Jimmy Buffett, a lot bigger. Well, I know who Bob Dylan, I know some Bob Dylan songs. I'm not a fan of Bob Dylan, but I know Name some one. of his songs. Uh, uh, <laughs> I don't know the names. All right, all right. You know, I know he's maybe, 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 maybe climate change is a good thing. Maybe we don't deserve to deserve the civilization. Anymore. Listen, I don't know. <laughs> maybe it, maybe it's time to wrap it up. Maybe we haven't learned a thing. You all know. Right. All right. All right. <laughs> maybe. Who's standing by here? Uh, we got uh, Kathy Schwartz on the line. Kathy, how are you? 
Um, okay, I guess. You, you okay? I mean, are, you, are you as disappointed as I am that he didn't know that uh, hard rain's going to fall? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. What, what should his punishment be? <laughs> Listen to Bob Dylan for Oh, God, <laughs> anything but that, please. All right, All right so anyway, let's, let, let's get back on track here. We got the, uh, the big march tomorrow. Uh, Phyllis, and what, what are your thoughts on it? I know you're participating. Tell us why you're participating, why you're passionate about it. What do you think it means? Um, take it away. Okay. Um, let's see. Well, I mean, I believe wholeheartedly that we have an environmental crisis on our hands, and I'm going to the march just to be one more body um, to add to the numbers. Mm-hmm. I think the message of the march is very simplified mm-hmm. um, to end fossil fuels, and I believe this is a really complex issue mm-hmm. and don't really like simplifying it but if this can get more people's attention about the crisis it's worth it to me mm-hmm. i mean yeah because really even in the best scenario um that doesn't mean there w- won't be internal combustion engines cranking over somewhere at some time every day mm-hmm. uh, it just means that we don't need to use it for everything do expand. i have that about right um, yeah. We don't, to, we don't want to expand the use of them, yeah. I, I mean, you know, it, it, our whole transportation system is dependent on this, 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 mm-hmm. this setting things on, setting something on fire, and it's a bad idea. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. uh, that, that's, yeah. that, that, that's how I simplify it. It's a little too simple, I guess, uh, yeah. for your taste there, Kathy? Well, um, yeah, I see that there are actually a lot of, a lot of, um, interconnected environmental crises, crises yeah. that we're that we're dealing with, mm-hmm. and they they are all interconnected, and and you know so just you know that that that's what happens in 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 a big march, you know, and to get everybody there is you you simplify it and you simplify the message, you know, Kathy, you know for the for yeah. the world, yeah, too. Kathy, you and know, that, I accept that you've you know. been to previous marches of these types before. Uh, yes. Yeah. You know, uh, people sometimes say, why march? You know, what's it going to do? You know, and I think it's an energizing thing for the people going to realize they're not the only one. They're with people of similar thinking, you know, that they want to make a positive change. And it can be very energizing for people to attend a march. I think it's a, a way to show, publicly show to elected officials and those in this case with the U.N. Uh, summit meeting that week. Uh, that it, the, the issue is important to a lot of people, and the important thing is to put that message out there and, and to sort of solidify the, uh, the support for uh, positive change, right? I mean, I think there's a real benefit to that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I'm going. Yeah. I, <laughs> You're um, going. Yeah. And, and, and I think we got somebody else on the line who's going also. Jackie Dressler? You know Jackie, right? Yeah. Hi, Jackie. Yeah. Hi there. I'm here, too. <laughs> <laughs> well, I've tell me. Wonderful broad range of people that you've had calling in and i'm so glad um actually also that kathy called in because you know she's talking about this interconnection Mm -hmm. and you know we have the issue of pipelines and Mm -hmm. gas and oil Mm -hmm. and liquid natural gas and all of this can spill and there's drills and Mm -hmm. it gets into our earth and our water and there's food pollution and then you have the issue the crisis of water of keeping our water safe and how our water gets taken over by big corporations and also how plastic bottles that hold water are made out of petroleum, which mm-hmm. is oil. And um, mm-hmm. so there's, you know, our, our food, our water, um, mm-hmm. is so many things are connected. Mm-hmm. Um, I think 
as Kathy said, it's kind of simplified to get people there, but there are going to be so many different uh, groups and hubs. You know, the Sierra Club, you have the No Nukes, you have No Plastics, you have so many, you have Indigenous, you have youth, you have elders. It's, mm-hmm. There's going to be such a blending of so many people who maybe have their own little issues, but come together for the overall mm-hmm. thing of stopping this damage um, before before it's just so out of control that mm-hmm. there will be no worries. Well, you know, um, as, as we uh, uh, um, lurch toward the uh, end of the hour here, uh, let me ask both of you uh, uh, if you have um, uh, general optimism or pessimism as you're heading to this march, what are, what are you motivated by? I guess if you go into the march, you've got some optimism because you, you think to, you have think to. something can be done, right? Yeah. Kathy, do you want to take that first? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, obviously, um, I I couldn't keep going unless I had a little, you know, some optimism. Yeah. Do I have a lot? Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, but I also um, did want to add to what what Jackie said. Um, I'm also marching for um, the other species, not just the human species. Mm-hmm. And, and um, the loss of biodiversity mm-hmm. in, on this planet, which I also think, you know, because some of, these, some of those issues, you know, get, get lost. And, and <laughs> I don't want to see them get lost. So, yeah. you know, maybe I'll have my sign, you know, about that. And other people will have their signs about others. And I... Definitely, well, you know. You know, there there is an upside to this: is that uh, the extinction of our species might uh, help the other species out. <laughs> I don't know. Well, well. You want to quickly? Uh, what does that? What does that make me, Will? A doomer. A doomer. Yeah. There we go. Yeah. Well, <laughs> Jack, and I'd like. Go ahead. I'd like to say that um, I actually do have some optimism because I I do think that the uh, our local elected our higher elected um, are hearing from so many different people on the topic of the environmental degradation and um, they realize that they really have to be accountable to people. They cannot just continue to, you know, fund corporations and and let corporations get away with bloody murder. Um, And so I actually, I feel pretty enthusiastic. I know that there's a lot of young people that are, are planning on attending this and I think that's one of the things we're sad is getting the young people to get involved and to be aware and to commit to trying to have their voices heard. Um, I also want to just say, just to promote the bus, we're going to have a good time on the bus. Bagels, cream cheese. <laughs> we're going to play 20 questions. i got a grab bag of prizes. All right. We're going to have a good time. So I hope people will write How many seats? How many bus. seats do you have left? And people can still order them. I don't them. know. Maybe... I don't know Doesn't? exactly. Yeah. I'd say at least 10. Okay, good. Um, right. Maybe right. more. All right. Um, and Get basically, t- you know, it's free. Food and Water Watch wants to bring people there. So okay. Okay. we're so lucky for that. And, so and thank you both for um And a full wet bar, right? A full wet bar. <laughs> I'm sorry? <laughs> I'm just joking. <laughs> All right. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Thank you for both calling in. Okay, thank you. Thank so you, much guys. And, 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 and thank you for going to the march. We appreciate it. We have time for that song? Yeah. Or we no? have Will I Am. SOS. Uh, yeah, yes. we could stretch it. You could just as soon as you come back, though, you got to say the liner. So we, okay, we okay, got it. it. Okay, let, let, let's uh, let's listen to a song to take us to the top of the hour, and then uh, we got uh, Reverend Billy coming up. And uh, stick with us. It's tough S- times with Lou Young on WRCR, WRCR.com.
come down and help us out. Send us an angel, help us out. SOS, help us out. Looking all around and watching the world. People killing, people dying, people lying, people blind. People don't see the sign. Watching money all the time. Get the pennies, get the dimes. Get the dollars is the mind. State of the human race, people on a paper chase. The environment is fragile, and we've been on the gradual. Declining in a lifetime, or lose the battle. Get burned by volcanoes, get blown by tornadoes. Cause Mother Nature signals is trying to warn NATO. We got a new terror threat, it's called the weather. More deadlier than chemical and nuclear together. It's hotter in the winter, even hotter in the summer. Jesus or Buddha, somebody come and help us out. Lord, come down and help us out. Send us an angel, help us out. SOS, help us out. Looking all around in the Washington world. Trapped behind the gates, ignorance in the state of mind Cause they formulate a plan just to penetrate us You see they stimulate us with fear, manipulate us Each year they dominate, dividing us like calculators And we can't add it up cause calculators do the math for us And here they come chopping down and chopping down the rain for us Fucking up our air for us, they don't really care for us And we can't complain because the only one to blame is us The gas is rising up, but we keep on filling up CO2 levels got the whole planet heated up It's blazing in the winter, even hotter in the summer Muhammad Jehovah, somebody come and help us Lord, come down and help us out. Send us an angel, help us out. SOS, help us out. Looks like we ain't gonna figure it out. Lord, come down and help us out. Send us an angel, help us out. SOS, help us out. Looking all around in the watching the world. Changing. Open up your eyes, you can see things we arranging. When an Eskimo gets bit by a mosquito, somebody in Miami will get swept by a tsunami. Rastas in Jamaica will get hit by a quake that registers something like 8.8. You see, a situation's happening with our planet, cause 20 years ago we took it for granted. We should have took advantage and reversed the damage. Instead of just pumping and selling and slanging the gas, and while we purchased the gas, we was watching soap operas while they steady brainwashed the masses. Cause they could make a vehicle that runs off ashes, but they don't own a patent for that, and that's exactly what's happening corruption and bullshit politics the plan is gonna die because of bull politics it's hotter in the winter even hotter in the summer and ain't nobody coming to the rescue to help them this is wrtr wrcr.com
Will I Am. SOS. SOS, yeah. From, uh, well, he that, that was after the Black Eyed Peas or before or during or what? What was it? Uh, he looks relatively young in the photo, okay. uh, well, but I don't, don't have we a all. time period. <laughs> <laughs> don't we all, pal? All right. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Uh, who, who knows? Uh, Will I am. Yeah. Terrific song. Great. SOS. Um, uh, Reverend Billy and the Church of Stop Shopping coming up now. This is uh, a, a broadcast that they prepared for uh, the Sprouts program. It's called the American Climate Change. It's appropriate on this uh, day before the uh, march in Manhattan to end fossil fuels. Uh, it is um, uh, Earth Riot episode number 82, but it is uh, really a Sprouts episode uh, that g- goes out over Pacific Radio uh, under the, um, uh, I think, the auspices of democracy now it's 120 uh, stations uh, across the country you know little stations like this one um, Indian reservations some hippie stations not that this is a hippie station this is not this is a eclectic what what, what would you call this station mm. yeah it defies <laughs> beyond defi- words it defies <laughs> <laughs> it defies description <laughs> but <laughs> but it's 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 Rockland County's own and um, let's uh Let's uh, check in with uh, the uh, Sprouts broadcast, uh, Earth Riot Radio, uh, with um, Reverend Billy and uh, Savitri D. Take it away, guys. Welcome to Sprouts, radio from the grassroots, a weekly program that showcases radio production by independent community media. We bring local stories to a global audience produced at a different location every week. This is Earth Riot Radio, and I'm Savitri D with Reverend Billy and the Stop Shopping Choir in New York City. Today on Sprouts, we explore the evolution of Earth activism as extinction number six accelerates. Earth Alleluia. So 
is coming. The earth is coming. I'm about to uh, go down to Times Square and preach. 
And that's going to be one of the things that I shout again and again and again. The earth is on its way. The earth is alive. The earth has a plan for us. Uh, people, I'm in Jason's sound studio here in Harlem. And we're putting this Sprouts show together right now for you. Our theme today is the fabulous unknown. After this summer, the fire, the flood, the drought, the starvation, tragedies everywhere, the unknown is right in front of us, coming through us, ripping the roof of our houses off. The unknown, these storms, nobody can explain them. It's like being born. It's like dying. No explanation. It's life, raw life. And the earth is teaching us. Now you think, well, if you're unknown, then what are you teaching? Well, for instance, the earth has said in no uncertain terms that we have to stop poisoning the air and the water and the atmosphere with CO2. The number one financier of these poisons is J.P. Morgan Chase, headquartered right here in New York. And I'm going to be preaching about Chase down in Times Square. Well, the power that I will have, if I have any power at all in my preaching, will be the unknown in me. I'm walking through the dark light where no names are given. I'm filled with the fabulous unknown. That gives us power in our earth-defending activism. That's the power we have against the poisons. And so when I walk into Chase Bank, and I've got all those employees and workers out there, I've got the unknown in me, and they have the unknown in them. And they have families and children like I do. And we have something in common. And then we can identify what we share. The earth that we have in us, we can, we can say, you know what, I've got that too. So I'm not going to go in there and alienate these people. I'm not going to block their doors. Ooh, we got a siren coming in in Harlem. That's a part of the show today. Because, boy, we have an emergency. But in our emergency, with the earth unleashing this unbelievable summer of fire and flood, we have hope. We have something to talk about, to share. We have somewhere to go. earth Let's get everybody shouting. I love the earth. earth listening to Sprouts Radio from the Grassroots, a weekly program bringing you local radio productions of global interest. I'm Reverend Billy here, and this is Earth Riot Radio. And today, in our episode, we're examining the role of what we call the fabulous unknown. That's just a reference to the mystery of the natural world in these tragedies that are now compounded around the Earth. We're asking ourselves, what role 
does that mystery have in our earth-defending activism? Somebody give me an earth hallelujah. Hello, welcome to News from the Natural World. I'm Savitri D. Hundreds of wildfires burning across Louisiana have killed two people and burned through an estimated 60,000 acres of land. Dangerously dry conditions are expected to continue. The biggest of the wildfires, the Tiger Island Fire in southwest Louisiana near the Texas border, has been burning for a week, engulfing more than 30,000 acres since August 22nd. Louisiana has seen nearly 600 fires in August, exacerbated by triple-digit temperatures that broke records in parts of the state and the strongest drought ever recorded. It is one of the worst wildfires we've seen since at least the Second World War, said Governor John Bell Edwards. As temperatures rise, so does the maltreatment of children. Drawing from a decade's worth of data from state child protection agencies, researchers analyzed the effects of extreme temperatures on child welfare. Focusing on the most vulnerable group, children up to four years old, the study pinpointed an upswing in maltreatment, specifically neglect, during hot periods. Once the temperature reaches 95 degrees, the rate of maltreatment increased by about 5%, compared with when temperatures are in the 60s. Notably, researchers found that air conditioning does not eliminate the temperature maltreatment link. Scientists predict that during the period 2061 to 2080, climate change will lead to an uptick in maltreatment of 13%. Just one week of an organic diet effectively reduces levels of the herbicide glyphosate in pregnant women's urine. The average reduction ranged from 25 to 30 percent and rose to 43 percent after the researchers excluded participants who did not perfectly comply with an all-organic diet. Glyphosate, the active ingredient in the weed killer Roundup, is the most widely used pesticide in U.S. agriculture. Eighty percent of Americans have detectable levels of the chemical in their urine. Exposure to glyphosate may pose particular risks during pregnancy. Past research has linked the herbicide to premature birth and low birth weights, both of which are associated with higher infant mortality and developing a range of diseases later in life. A new federal study for the first time shows a direct association with PFAS chemicals found in the blood of thousands of military personnel and testicular cancer. Using banked blood drawn from Air Force servicemen, researchers found strong evidence that airmen who were firefighters had elevated levels of PFAS in their bloodstreams, and the airmen with testicular cancer had higher serum levels of PFAS than those who had not been diagnosed with cancer. Last year, subsidies for oil, coal, and natural gas reached a record high of $7 trillion, according to a report by the IMF, which works out to $13 million every minute. That's nearly double what the world spends on education and equal to roughly 7% of global economic output. Hurricane Adalia could become 2023's costliest climate disaster for the U.S. The Category 3 storm barreled into Florida's west coast from the Gulf of Mexico, then carved a path of destruction and flooding through Georgia and the Carolinas. It has a preliminary price tag between $9 and $20 billion. It follows 15 previous individual weather and climate disasters recorded in the U.S. already this year by NOAA, the National Oceanic and Atmospheric Administration, as unprecedented heat, wildfires, storm, and floods escalate. 
Cumulatively, NOAA said that by the end of July, which NASA said was Earth's hottest month on record, the total estimated cost of the damage caused by the disasters was $39.7 billion. That figure does not include the estimated $5.5 billion cost to rebuild the town of Lahaina, following devastating wildfires that raised the Hawaiian island of Maui this month. Canada has experienced a summer of extreme weather events and record-shattering temperatures. Inuit communities, some above the Arctic Circle, have broken records with temperatures above 90 degrees Fahrenheit. With at least a month left in the wildfire season, fires have burned the equivalent of an area the size of the state of Georgia, about 38 million acres of forests, more than seven times the annual average. The fires have forced nearly 200,000 Canadians to evacuate from their homes this year and led to the deployment of thousands of foreign firefighters to help, as experts have called for a fundamental rethinking of Canada's forest management and firefighting. The government and other experts have also warned that increasing droughts, heat waves, and heavy rains exacerbated by climate change are leading to the sharp decline of British Columbia's salmon population, especially of species that spend more time in rivers. Thousands of salmon have been found dead in rivers and creeks on the province's Pacific coast amid severe drought in the past two years. New research suggests that coral reefs in the Pacific islands of Palau are becoming increasingly tolerant to thermal stress brought on by climate change. The study found that Palau's coral reefs appeared to suffer less bleaching over three successive marine heat waves in 1998, 2010, and 2017. While the findings provide some hope for coral reefs, one expert says the study has some limitations in providing a clear picture of how corals respond to different heat events. The Biden administration has stopped helping states rebuild from past disasters with money from the federal government's main emergency fund, which is nearing depletion from dozens of storms and wildfires this year. Under new spending restrictions, the federal disaster fund can be spent only to address life-threatening emergencies. Federal Emergency Management Agency Administrator Deanne Criswell said FEMA is using its remaining disaster funds only for critical response efforts to Idalia, the Maui fires, and any other extreme weather events. FEMA said in an internal memo that its disaster fund is approaching exhaustion and that restrictions are needed due to the current disaster environment with a major fire and multiple hurricanes. Researchers used wireless neural recording and imaging devices to listen in on the hippocampal brain activity of groups of Egyptian fruit bats as they flew freely within a large flight room. The researchers were surprised to find that in this social setting, the bats' place neurons encoded not only the animal's location, but also information about the presence or absence of other bats, and even the specific identity of bats in their path. The mounting cost of natural disasters, including extreme weather events fueled by a warming climate, has insurers and public agencies looking to share the financial burden with Wall Street. Catastrophe bonds transform the risk of multi-billion dollar natural disasters into securities that pay off for investors, so long as they make the right bet on exactly how bad things will get. Some of the market's savviest participants, including hedge funds, pension plans, and the ultra-rich, are increasingly putting their money into these catastrophe bonds, the most prominent type of insurance-linked securities. After record sales so far this year, the total catastrophe bond market now exceeds $41 billion, almost double its 2013 level. Only individuals worth at least $100 million typically are able to buy catastrophe bond funds.
A new study has found that 12% of Americans are responsible for eating half of all beef consumed on a given day. Those 12%, most likely to be men or people between the ages of 50 and 65, eat what researchers called a disproportionate amount of beef on a given day. Dietary guidelines for Americans recommend four ounces per day of meat, poultry, and eggs combined for those consuming 2,200 calories per day. And now, the sounds of extinction. Golden lion tamarins are very small, very social South American primates with a magnificent reddish gold coat and a long backswept mane. Golden lion tamarins are omnivorous, feeding on fruits, insects, and small invertebrates. They are a social species and live in groups of two to eight family members. After a gestation period of about four and a half months, the female usually gives birth to twins. Golden lion tamarins are born fully furred with their eyes open. They cling to their mothers for the first few weeks. All members of the group will carry and care for the infants, but the adult male usually does the largest share of the work. The first year of life is the most difficult for golden lion tamarins. 50% of infants die during this time. The remaining individuals usually live for about eight years. Once down to 200 individuals in the wild, intensive conservation efforts have helped the population recover. And endangered species, there are only about 3,500 golden lion tamarins in the wild. And hear the sound of the golden lion tamarind. I see peace hit the talking heads like amazing facial tics. I see orangutans debating the mahogany loggers. I got to be surreal sometimes to understand. I see the plain truth rising like a 50s Japanese lizard. I see rec rooms devour Rupert Murdoch in front of his sons. I got to be exorcised sometimes to understand. I see new drug laws that give prosecutors no time to play with. I see the fine print open like a prison door. I got to be impossible sometimes to understand. I got to be surreal. I got to be exorcised. I got to be impossible sometimes to understand. You see, the Starbucks mermaid got her nipples back. You see, fake bohemianism swallowed by your sidewalks. You got to be surreal sometimes to understand. You see, the stock exchange paying for itself for once. You see, the CEO cannot cash his welfare check. You got to be exorcised sometimes. You see the tourists walk backwards out of their pollution. 
You see them go home and demand a local paradise. You see, you got to be impossible sometimes to understand. I got to be surreal. I got to be exorcised. I got to be impossible. Impossible sometimes. Sometimes to understand. Words. Something is happening with the earth and we don't know what it is. Well, if we do know, we don't have the words for it. Tragic, astonishing, overwhelming. And of course, not since records and unprecedented. These phrases are screaming and thrashing in the mouths of news anchors, but they don't say anything at all. This is the shocked edge of our language. And beyond the shocked edge lies the silence, looking down on us like outer space. We're not able to capture the horror of the experience of, say, a three-mile-wide tornado. When someone has lost everything, and that person watches a second person walk up to her and put a microphone in her face. And here comes the question, describe what you're feeling right now. Those are the wrong words, and the wrong words hang in the air. And the someone who lost everything, she stands there expressionless, out in the silence. I remember when I lost my father, I would think I was talking to him but I only had that silence to work with, asking and answering, asking and answering, with wondrous thoughts. Are we trying to talk to the earth that way? We have no words for what the earth is doing. That must be why we don't know how to defend the earth. We haven't been doing a very good job, clearly. That's like saying that we don't know how to live here if we don't know the words, if we don't have the words. We don't know how to live here, and we don't know what action to take against the poisoners of the earth. All I can think of doing is taking a long, long walk, days of walking, into that silence beyond the shock. Something is happening, and we don't know what it is. So let's not stand here talking anymore. That cloud, the tragic, astonishing, dark cloud is beginning to spin.
moment about the riddle of our time. And we believe in the Earth Church. And we believe that the Earth is alive. There's the Earth right back there. The Earth is intelligent, conscious. The Earth is made of many other living beings, made of other living beings, made of other living beings, down to the thousands of unnameable animals inside of our guts here at the tables, and all the way back up again. Ursaluyah. Ursaluyah. Isn't it incredible? Praise be. The intelligence that follows us, whatever form it takes, might not resemble human beings. You have been listening to Earth Riot Radio, a production of the Church of Stop Shopping in New York City. Produced and engineered by Jason Candler with original music by the Fiery Eagles of Justice and Reverend Billy and the Stop Shopping Choir. News compiled by Savitri D with special thanks to Environmental Health Network, Manga Bay, and Fizz.org. Find us at RevBilly.com. The Sprouts theme music is Torpedoes on Tuesday by Poison Control Center. Sprouts is a weekly program produced in collaboration with community radio stations and independent producers across the globe. The program is coordinated and distributed by Pacifica Radio. If you or someone at your station has a radio production that you wish to showcase nationally on Sprouts, contact our air traffic controller, Ursula Roydenberg, at ursula at pacifica.org. That's ursula at pacifica.org. I'm Savitri D. in New York City. Thank you for listening and see you next week on Sprouts. There we go. Uh, that's uh, like a podcast within a podcast. That's like uh, a podcast within a podcast within a radio show. Yeah, yeah. Eco Riot on Sprouts on Tough Times with Lou Young. Mm-hmm. How about that? There we go. And uh, what a what a nice production that was. Mm. And um, what a shock to hear Savitri D at the beginning of the uh, half hour. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I don't. I never mind that. It's a bigger shock to me that there was no Earth Alluya at the end. Yeah, yeah. yeah that was just, that's a shame. <laughs> They gotta rectify that. They gotta go back. Gotta, and well, edit that's that in. okay. It's okay. They could just they they can just fade to black. It's fine with. Uh, uh. So the stuff that was in the show there though, the Palau Reef, um, Reef resiliency. Did you notice that? You know where Palau is? No. Palau is about as far away as you can get from where we are here. It is oh. on the other side of the globe. It's uh, uh, it's kind of close to Japan. Wow. It was the site of some um, some uh, big battles during World War II. Uh, Peleliu. Uh, the, okay. the invasion of Peleliu was uh, in the in the Palau um, archipelago, in, 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 which is essentially in the middle of the uh, Pacific Ocean. And um, I was uh, fortunate enough to visit there um, a few years back when I was working for WCBS. We were um, going with the folks who uh, recover the remains of lost servicemen. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I was exposed to the extreme beauty and remarkable... Uh, um, ecology of that area and uh, the fact that those wonderful, wonderful coral reefs are showing resiliency to the temperature change is terrific news. We know our Caribbean reefs mm-hmm. are not faring so well no. and are bleaching at an alarming rate, yeah. but um, if uh, 
if they can survive on the other side of the planet, that's mm -hmm. that's terrific. Just to give you a, a, an idea how far away it was, uh, when I bought my plane ticket, um, uh, we had to uh, change planes in Honolulu. Uh, I went, I, I left from Newark, New Jersey, and flew to Honolulu. And when we got, arrived in Honolulu, I was halfway there. Wow. Nice. <laughs> halfway there. Yeah. So that's, that's a long ride. So then, so I we, we were in, in in Hawaii for a couple of days, and then then we flew from Hawaii to uh, to Guam mm -hmm. and changed planes to Guam for a puddle jumper of just a couple of hours from Guam to Pal uh, Palau. That's a long trip. It was a long trip, but what a amazing what an amazing place, mm. and. Um, yeah, it's an independent country. Uh, we uh, turned it loose uh, a while back. Mm -hmm. uh, it had been uh, absorbed into the Japanese Empire during World War II. Scenes of lots of atrocities, mm -hmm. big battles there, uh, and uh, but marvelous, marvelous uh, ecology, uh, including uh, some things that uh, that. Uh, relate to other things I want to talk about. All right, there was a. Uh, I, mean, I told you about. Uh, 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 Jellyfish Lake. No, I don't. There think was so. a lake there at Palau where we walked up. Uh, where they went to one particular island, which was a, a dormant volcano, and uh, down inside the the crater of the old dormant volcano was a lake, and that lake was fed by seawater, Pacific seawater that that filtered through the through the um, uh, the, the rock. Mm -hmm. And uh, tens of thousands of years ago, or maybe just 10,000 years ago, I don't mm -hmm. know, a long time ago, jellyfish got trapped in there. Oh. And uh, But they can't get out because they can't, they're stuck, it's like a screen. Oh. The water comes through a screen. Wow. So fresh water comes through and micro, you know, and things the, the, uh, the jellyfish can eat come through, but the jellyfish can't leave. So wow. the jellyfish lost their ability to sting. Oh. So you can go swim in Jellyfish Lake. Jellyfish on your head, you know. You can, oh. uh, I mean, you can, it's amazing, wow. right? You wow. know, so it's it, it's a bizarre it's place. Very odd thing. Where is that? The reason said? I bring that up is that uh, in Palau. It's in Palau. In, in Palau, yeah, Palau. yeah, oh, Jellyfish okay. Lake, and uh, they also have a place called Clam City, which has uh, got uh, clams as big as Volkswagens. Wow, nice. Uh, uh, oh, I think I've seen pictures of them. Yeah, yeah, it's unbelievable. So, um, uh, and then there's the the, the the coral reefs, which we would talked about, and the. Uh, and there's a, a gigantic shelf there, which all this amazing uh, um, marine life comes out of. But the reason I bring it up is that there is a, a place that just uh, we just uh, made the news recently. A Carbrook Golf Club in Brisbane, Australia, has just managed to get the sharks out of a, out of the pond <laughs> on the 19th hole. So, wow. <laughs> apparently, 17 years ago, there was a flood, and the flood. Brought the sharks. Brought the sharks in, mm -hmm. and the sharks got in the got in the, the pond, and, and you would figure there. they would die because it's it's not salt, salt water, water, but it was brackish enough for them to survive, and they got big. They managed to survive for seventeen years. I oh guess it must have bred too. I don't know. I don't know how. Uh, wow. uh, and so they had a they had a serious water hazard. <laughs> right, you didn't want to get your ball if it fell in the water. <laughs> and, you know, you took I, I heard somebody stroke. say it was golf. Or Australian rules, mate. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'll take the extra stroke. And uh, one com one comedian said that uh, the the uh, the sharks uh, survive by feeding off of um, uh, feeding dogs. off of little uh, dogs that walk by. Uh, no, no. 
really bad small, golfers. Small fish and the fingers of, of golfers trying to retrieve I'm their balls. <laughs> so, so anyway, that shows that, I mean, animals are resilient because these sharks mm-hmm. should not have been able they to adapted. survive there. They adapted. They adapted. It's so, also yeah. like Australia is like a wasteland where everything is trying to kill you at once, so I'm not surprised. <laughs> yeah, We've right. got sharks in the pond <laughs> in the Gulf. Oh, very good. That, <laughs> sharks. Have another, have another Fosters, my friend. Just another Tuesday. You just, you just know there's something wrong with those folks when you see their beer cans. You ever seen a Fosters beer can? No. It's, it's, it's like it's, it's like what, wow, they're gigantic. They're gigantic. It's uh, a. <laughs> yeah, I can't even hold that thing. It's uh, one can of beer. A can of beer to them is like a, a quart and a half. I mean. <laughs> so, uh, so and the other thing I noticed that the uh, that the catastrophe bond market, right? Mm-hmm. There, there, they have you can buy catastrophe bonds. But as Savitri B. pointed out, that the market is generally uh, ha- open to people who, may- who have more than $100 million. Oh. It's okay. like. Okay. <laughs> A lot of people in that market. Yeah, yeah. So I, I think, oh, great. The people who caused the catastrophe get to profit from it. So that's, fa- that's fabulous. That's kind of how it works. Yeah, that's probably how, the, how everything works. So uh, there you go. So that's, that's all my stuff from, uh, from listening to. Uh, Earth Riot Radio. What did you uh, What did you get out of it? Uh, the FEMA story you were referring to mm-hmm. earlier kind of took me off guard. That was yeah, like, the wow. The fem- you know, the funding for, FEMA, for funding. FEMA almost being completely run dry is definitely something to be concerned about. There's a great um, series on Netflix. It's called The G Word. It's by Adam Conover. He's most known for the Adam Ruins Everything show he had on True TV yeah. for a while, and he's currently one of the big heads, you know, running the writer strike right now. Um, it it does have a uh, an episode on government relief programs for catastrophe, and he goes into FEMA and how it's sort of been gutted over the years to kind of function in such an ineffective manner to kind of make way for more, you know, private companies to take way. And, and it, it's a really great study into that. So I would recommend the series The G Word. There's only a few episodes of it. Um, it's on Netflix. But, yeah, that's... The G Word is, uh, I guess, government? Government, yeah. yeah okay. It's different facets of government. There's the weather program. There's mm. f- disaster aid. There's all, all a whole bunch of... Uh, episodes. Uh, I mean, it, it, it's part of, a, of the culture now is is anti-government. Anti-government, I don't, but yet they want the money from the government when they have a catastrophe because they can't, they say, well, the government's going to help us. Well, you know, I, I mean, and, where do they think that money comes from? I I don't know. And, and then and then was it? I think it was Bill Burr, who's a great comedian. Uh, yeah, he was saying you know what what happened to certain folks who were like. During the Vietnam War, was so, you know, my country, love it or leave it, love it or leave it. That's the way we do it here. That's the way we do it here. And then now, I hate the government. Yeah, oh, right. Wait, where would that come yeah, yeah, from? Yeah, where'd that come from? Yeah. <laughs> right, you know, I mean, you, mean, you, you know, told the stuff you didn't want to hear. How do you? How come you don't love it or leave it? Yeah, right. <laughs> Same thing, right? So I don't know. Yeah, so there you go. It's so, got flaws, but if you critique the stuff that I like, then you suck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. So there we go. Um, music. Right. All right. So, so what do you what, what do you got for me there? This is a uh, this is a, a Will Hennessy choice. Yes, it's a song called "Fall on Me" by the group REM off the uh, album "Life's Rich Pageant." It's probably the most popular song I think uh, about on that on that album. It's a very uh, popular song about climate change and the environment and general oppression and stuff. But there's lots of if you listen to the lyrics, especially in the first. Um, uh, it's verse of the song. It covers a lot of um, 
over building and, and things ask, of that if nature. If you ask Will about REM, he'll tell you because he knows the story of it. Right, yeah. Well, let's, let's listen. I mean, I love REM. I don't recognize the title. I probably recognize the song. I'll let you know on the other end of this. Play it for me. Okay, here we go. Here's our, uh, Fall On Me by REM. Fall on me. Fill us in, Will. Tell me about uh, what you know and what, how you perceive that uh, group, R.E.M. The group in general? Well, they're from Athens, Georgia. Four-piece group consisting of Mike Mills, Michael Stipe, Peter Buck, and uh, uh, Bill Barry. They're a great bunch of guys. They're they're very big activists. This was around the period wherein Michael Stipe was getting a lot of criticism for mumbling a lot of the lyrics. Uh, a few of the albums before this, like Murmur and Reckoning, you can't really hear what he's saying. And a lot of the times in the live performances, they would they would uh, change that up. And Michael Stipe is not a big fan of love songs, so he decided that if he was going to enunciate a little more in his style of singing, that he would sing about something he truly cares about, which is why you have songs like this that advocate um, or are more activist-based songs, like on albums like um, um, Document, It's the End of the World as We Know It, yeah. songs like that as would, would come more now, But you know, in defense, 
events for the previous album, one of them was named Murmur. One of them was named Murmur. That is correct. So you can't, you know. Uh. I don't remember if that was on purpose or not, but it is a great joke. And it is one of my, my you know, I love that album as well. Um, the Rolling Stone, I think, even named it Album of the Year over Thriller, which is kind of crazy to think yeah. about. Um, that's thriller, Michael Jackson's which, which, Thriller. Which is still yeah. holds up today. Yeah. I mean, um, oh, every, yeah. great video. every damn song. It's just a a, 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 a a gem. Oh yeah, and even holds up even with mm-hmm. what we found out about Michael Jackson. It's still <laughs> true, true. Yeah, you know, yeah. You know. I, I, you can't, you can't still help but, but just, you know, yeah, like it's, 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 it's video. So the video was exactly. amazing. Yeah. You know. It's it's great, and it, but I think the song this song particularly highlights every single amazing facet of the band: Peter Buck's arpeggio guitars, Mike Mills' more bo- melodic bassline, Bill Berry's drums, and then the vocals. You have Michael Stipe singing the lead lyrics there. You can hear Mike Mills, the bassist, in the chorus singing that like "What is it up in the air?" And then as the song progresses, there's a third vocal in the chorus that gets louder and louder, which is Bill Berry's vocal that's just singing "It's gonna fall." And and inside this cascading um, uh, lyrics that are over top of each other is is just a great. He knows uh, REM. He knows REM. My goodness, of the group. Yeah, no, it's a great. I know what each of them do. Each of them contribute to a song. So you're familiar with this whole um, uh, fairly recent debate about whether or not they were overrated. (laughs) No, no, no. Some some people. I never. I never. uh, Are they? Are they in the Hall of Fame? Uh, yeah, they were inducted in 2006. Okay, great. All right. They've oh. been there for a while. It, they, I believe they're being considered for the Songwriters Hall of Fame this year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, terrific band. Terrific yeah. band and, and, and uh, groundbreaking. And uh, But some people who don't like them yeah. don't like them a lot. <laughs> they're entitled to their opinion. They're know, wrong, know, but that's okay. Know. <laughs> you know, that's that, that, that you can have opinions on. You can't have opinions about facts. That's true. I don't believe gravity is real, and I, you you can't make me believe it. Yeah, the Earth is flat and whatnot. Yeah, that's right. You know, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? All right, we're, we're coming. Uh, and if you haven't waited, we had a, a, a very busy first mm-hmm. hour with lots and lots of folks on the line. And uh, so, if you want to weigh in and put your two cents in, you got a couple of minutes left. Eight four five four two nine seventeen hundred on WRCR AM seventeen hundred WRCR dot com. Uh, this is Tough Times with Lou Young, and uh, we are um, on the air this September 17th, the eve of the uh, march to end fossil fuels in Manhattan. And uh, a lot of folks are heading down there because the U.N. is about to have the General Assembly, because President Biden is coming to uh, the city to uh, to speak to the rest of the world. Mm-hmm. And, uh, oh, Sleepy folks- Joe. Oh, Sleepy Joe. Yeah. Okay. All right. I'm just I, having some fun. Let me uh, let me have a little fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sleepy Joe. Yeah, Sleepy what Joe. you gonna do? I just like that there's an adult there. Yeah, an adult in the room, <laughs> <laughs> which is hard yeah. to find in Washington. Either. Oh, it's it's okay. It's mm-hmm. okay. We don't we don't want to get into that that whole debate. I mean, I I find it. Uh, I I think there's a lot of ageism going on. Mm-hmm. And oh well, um, I mean, yeah. You know, and 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 uh, you know, yes, the aesthetics of getting older. Are not necessarily uh, a pretty thing. <laughs> uplifting, <laughs> as I can as I can attest to. Every time I walk by a full length mirror after taking a shower, but um, y- you know, uh, it's experience matters. Yeah. You know, experience yeah. matters, and uh, and the, and integrity the, matters. And 
Yeah, well, that too. Mm-hmm. But in, in, you know, in any event, uh, I will. Uh, I will uh, not jump down that rabbit hole right now. Mm-hmm. I just think that this is uh, not something that's uh, really there's uh, a question about. Mm. And the fact that we're still using the other guy's uh, uh, labels mm. indicates just how uh, far we've fallen when it mm-hmm. comes to common sense. Absolutely. All right. Um, as we get ready for the... Uh, there is a Hoja song. Oh, we do have two oh, songs sorry, still left. Uh, we have Neil Young's Love Earth, and then uh, George said a listener recommended a hosier song mm. called DeSelby, I'm assuming. A, a, a listener recommended DeSelby? it? Mm. Well, then I think we should do what the listener recommends. Special listener. All right. It's okay. DeSelby Part 2. Okay. So what is, three said, uh, cue us in then. DJ us up. Okay. Uh, well, here I don't know much about this song. I just you. found out it existed. Oh, well, that's a, not the way to do it. Just pretend you know. <laughs> pretend you know. Act Giselby like. by Hosier. It's a fantastic <laughs> off the brand new album. Just He's received. going on tour right now. Yep. My wife is going to see him pretty yep. soon. I don't get the hype, but hey, man. You Allison's might. Gonna oh, yeah. no, 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 I want you to back up. I want you to try it again. Try right. it again. Just give it a, a, a straight thing. This is uh, something. Just... Allison sent it here. Here? Something that was just submitted by a listener, DeSelby Part uh, Two okay, by okay, Hosier. Okay. What? Hey. I'm trying. Okay, here we go. I'm gonna I'm gonna give you. We got something new and exciting from Hosier. Their new album coming out. They're touring in the area. Yeah. We know folks are waiting to hear them. That's right. Let's check in. What's your giving? What's your living?
Was it? Yep. Oh, good. Was it. Wow. Yeah. Hosier. Wow. Listen, that was better than I thought it was going to be. I only know Hosier from the Take Me to Church song. Yeah, it's a good one. And, and, and that's a pretty popular one, but it's just not my typical style. But this is a more, you know. That's cool. That was called The yeah, Selby Part 2. Yes. Wow. Wow. That, well, you know, that's cool. We have to yeah. thank a listener who, who asked for that. Um, uh, do we know the listener? Yes. George. Allie. Okay. okay. He said Ali Manure for those of you who can't hear him because he's for those of you who Ali called in and asked for that one. Yeah. Okay. Or, or texted it. <laughs> uh, Ali who? <laughs> My daughter, Allison. Okay. 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 Ali P. Ali P. Ali P. Well, Ali, uh, call us and explain Hosier to us uh, uh, why you like him if you want. <laughs> Uh, we got a couple of minutes left here, but uh, yeah, it's a uh, they're uh, wow. Okay, Greg DeGuire. She's going to see him in Connecticut. Um, uh, Are you looking at the credits? I'm, yeah, I'm looking at the, you know, the Wikipedia lead page. Lead singer is like six foot six. My goodness. Um, I don't think they're. I think it's just the guy. I don't think they're a group. Oh. I don't think it's a group. I think oh, Hosier is just a man. Yeah, he is. Oh, oh wow! I never got that. If you were like, um, uh, it was like like uh, like the weekend. Yeah, the, the weekend. weekend's just a guy. The weekend's a guy. Yeah, yeah. His name is Abel. Yeah, you know. Right. And he's calling the so, weekend. Wow. I think yeah. I'm going to make myself a, a band. I'll be, uh, I don't know. Or Panic at the Disco, who was a band, but then was just a guy, and still goes by Panic at the I Disco. Was, I was a band, then I'm just a guy. Tonight yeah. at 11. All right. Uh, okay. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> Good looking guy. I don't know. Uh, um, he's got a great voice. Hosier. All right. We learned something new today. We learned about sharks in Australia, and mm-hmm. uh, we learned about hosier. You know, we learned uh, about uh, reef resiliency in Palau and uh, the catastrophe bond market. Uh, we learned about um, we learned about the big march tomorrow that we presume will be big mm-hmm. to stop climate change, and that there's a bus. <laughs> Leaving the Palisades Mall parking lot. Uh, uh, what, Lot 7, what was it? What was it? Uh, lot J. Lot J. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, and uh, if people who want to uh, attend that should... Uh, yeah, well, if you send a quick email to, to Jackie at rocklandbus1 at gmail.com, she'll give you the link, and you can yeah. sign up for your ticket. Or There's just, our t- tickets left. And, and you, you can also park free at the Tarrytown at the, right. at, at the MTA lot, the, tr- the Metro North, to take that take down. The train. That's, that's a good way to do it, too. 
or I suppose you could drive down in your fossil fuel vehicle. You and, could. Uh, uh, but uh, or or your electric maybe you have an electric vehicle maybe it's yeah. not that big a deal yeah. and uh, yeah we learned a lot of stuff today and we learned a, a lot of uh, uh, people are passionate uh, at different levels of um, of uh, the uh, the issue but the one thing we're we're pretty uh, united about is um, is the need to end fossil fuels. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. I just got a call from somebody who was trying to get in, but, uh, you know, they missed a boat. Yeah. <laughs> the boat's leaving the dock, pal. <laughs> All right, so uh, uh, thank you, Emily Skydell. Thank you, Nicole Doliner. Thank you, Kathy Schwartz, uh, uh, Al, Allison Patanovic, and Jackie Dreschler, um, Beverly Sherrod, uh, Brett Young, and... Um, uh, who else? Uh, oh, yeah, Gail. Gail Hovey. Gail uh, Hovey, yeah. uh, Bill Talon, Reverend Billy, uh, Savatri D, uh, 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 the Church of Stop Shopping, everybody who participated in this show. And, uh, you know, it was, uh, it's was it been quite quite a great two hours. Mm -hmm. I'm, uh, I'm thrilled. I hope you guys uh, enjoy the um, the week rest of the weekend and the march if you're participating. Mm -hmm. At least uh, send your positive energy that way if you're not uh, actually taking part. Mm -hmm. um, the uh, UN General Assembly in New York the coming week, mm -hmm. the president coming, mm -hmm. and uh, we have uh, a lot on our plate and uh, I am trying to be less of a doomer. <laughs> uh, what do you think? How am I doing? Here's hoping. Here's hoping. Okay. Because. Hey, what's the alternative? Well, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> My wife just texted me. Did you try to call me? Oh, yeah. You know, there yes. you go. Yes. Okay. But That's it. So uh, all right. when does the band start? Is the band not, not here? Yeah. Well, now they're starting. They're coming in okay. the room now. Yeah. Where where are they? Mick Mick and the group. They're on going on tour, you know. Yeah. They're going on tour. Oh, here they are. Here they come. Come on, boys. Come on in. All right, guys. Take care. This is uh, Lou Young, WRCR, WRCR.com, uh, signing off for one more week, uh, AM uh, 1700. And um, we'll be back next Saturday. Take care of yourself. Take care of the planet. Be well.